Welcome to the Homes by DeGuzman Real Estate Podcast. Your one-stop shop for relevant real estate information that will help you navigate through today's real estate market. Hey everybody, it's Alex DeGuzman here. Welcome to the Homes by DeGuzman Real Estate Podcast, episode 4. That's going to be covering the loan application, the difference between pre-approvals and pre-qualifications, and what exactly are lenders typically looking for for those two things, and how that benefits you. Okay, so whether you guys are out at the gym, you're on the treadmill, you're walking your dog, you're waking up, making your cup of coffee in the morning, I hope that I could definitely add value to you guys' lives, and I hope you guys can all enjoy the content that I'm providing for you. And then just a real quick disclaimer as I go through this episode, I'm currently in San Antonio, Texas, so I'm, up, I'm at the Air Force Base here in Lackland, and there's a lot of planes flying around, so if you hear some planes in the background, I apologize, it's, you know, it gets pretty loud, but... With that being said, I'm going to hop straight into it, and I hope you guys enjoy. All right, so with that being said, this is episode four of the Homes by the Guzman Real Estate Podcast. I'll be going over pre-approvals, pre-qualifications, and what lenders are definitely looking for, okay? So let's start it off like this. I always tell people, they say, hey, Alex, I'm looking to buy a home. What's the first step? And I'm always going to say, we got to get you pre-approved and pre-qualified, right? It's just like when you are looking to purchase a new car, we don't say, we don't just show up to the dealership and we say, hey, you know what, I think I want this one. Without being pre-approved first, we typically, whether we get a quote online or you have the intention to get a pre-approval, whatever it may be, we always make it a mission to we get that first so we know exactly, okay, this is our budget, this is exactly what we're dealing with, this is our monthly payment, and that sort of thing. So there's no surprises. And plus, it just makes the process that much more streamlined, and we definitely want it to be as smooth as possible. Okay? So when you start the process, people always say, should I get pre-qualified or pre-approval? Is there, is there a difference? And so I'm going to say yes, there definitely is a difference. So a pre-qualification is more like a estimation based off of the verbal information that you've provided to the lender. And then for a pre-approval, that's the type of information that we say, okay, we looked at your bank statements and we got a you know more um, further analysis on your financials to give you a better number. right? So if you said, hey, Alex, I'd make this, this, and this, and these are my current debts, and I think this is what my credit score is. That's something called a pre-qualification, pre excuse me. And, and these are also shown as if you go on to online, let's say USA or Wells Fargo, whatever bank you use, and you just type in a quick calculator, and they say, well, wow, you're pre-approved up to 500000 And you're like, oh my gosh, cool. And so um, do not get the pre-qualification mixed up with the pre-approval because it's literally just an estimate and that's always subject to change, right? You're always going to end up going to the pre-approval route some point or, or another during the escrow process or before, so why not go ahead and start the, the pre-approval now, okay? So just a quick recap, a pre-qualification is practically an estimation based off of you know the numbers you provided to a lender. Now, a pre-approval is a deeper dive into your finances. They're going to be collecting your credit score, they're going to be looking at your current debts, your current assets, and some other things being cash reserves and that sort of thing to go ahead and say, okay, you know what, um, Mr. Smith is definitely pre-approved up to this amount. And then you have a better focus exactly how much you're exactly pre-approved for. And so when you're moving forward in the process, it's a little bit more streamlined. You have better expectations. And also, it definitely makes your offer look stronger when you're, when you're in a multiple offer situation because you may have some other offers that come in where they're pre-qualified, but you're pre-approved. So the sellers may know, 
okay, you know what? This person took time to go the extra mile. I think this person's a better quali um, qualified candidate to accept the offer. So not only from a personal standpoint is it going to help your family go ahead and figure out exactly where you stand, but it's also going to make your offers you know, seem a little bit stronger when the time comes to make an offer. So you definitely want to do that. And it's so important because you're you're not gonna you're not gonna avoid whatever they're gonna find in the pre-approval. If you're thinking you can slide the system, they're not they're gonna find it. So you wanna make sure we have our expectations set straight from the beginning. So not only um, is it more streamlined, but it also sets up your expectations because let's say that you know your credit isn't so favorable and you're not able to get the loan. Okay, well then at least you didn't you know go through the emotional heartache to go look at homes and all these things. And at the same time, let's say your credit is the problem and you couldn't get a pre-approval. Okay, well at least then we know that this is exactly what we need to work on moving forward. So six months from now, three months, or whatever the case may be you're good to go, right? It's all about knowing exactly where you stand. So whether you're in a position to buy now, three months, six months, or a year down the road, you're good to go. And typically, these are good for 90 days, depending lender to lender, and then you're good to go. So just keep those things in mind when there's a difference between pre-approval and pre-qualification. So just a quick recap on comparing the two. A pre-qualification is practically an estimate saying, okay, you know, based off the numbers you've verbally given me, this is what I think you could be, you know, pre-qualified pre up to. A pre-approval is a straight to the point, um, no shenanigans, this is exactly what you're pre-approved up to based off of, you know, actual documents being your bank statements, your W-2s, your pay stubs, your credit, um, your assets, that sort of thing. And then you'll have a good, 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 solid number exactly what you're looking to deal with. Okay, and that's exactly the difference between the pre-qualification and the pre-approval. Now I want to quickly dive into what are they looking for, and I always call them the three C's, being capacity, credit reputation, and collateral. Okay, I'm going to say that again, because you may, you may be saying, okay, Alex, you know, I know you said there's a diver, you know, a deeper dive, excuse me, into um, the pre-approval process, and there's a little bit more of an analysis of what they're looking at. What does what, what exactly are they looking at, right? And so three C's, remember that. Three C's. Capacity, credit reputation, and collateral. If you remember those three things, you'll be good to go. Okay, so we'll go ahead and talk about capacity. So capacity is just talking about if you know if you have the, the capacity to buy a home. So what they're gonna be looking at is your current income, your current debt, and your current cash reserves. Okay, so when we talk about the income, that's like your Know, how much are you getting paid, um, you know, gross and net and that sort of thing, and uh, well, how much debt do you have, how many, how many student loans do you have, do you have any alimony, do you have any you know, other mandated obligation that you have to factor in, and then cash reserves being like your savings and that sort of thing. So you, they'll practically be able to derive this from your W-2s, your bank, your bank statements and your pay stubs. So definitely keep all of those uh, readily available if you're looking to go ahead and purchase. And of course, your lender is going to be there to go ahead and you know walk you through the whole process. So keep that in mind. So then now we're going to move on to credit reputation. So credit reputation. These are the things that they're practically looking for in the credit report. They're going to say they're going to pull your credit, and they're going to see the history of your repayments, they're going to see your current account balances of any open accounts that you may have, they may be looking at your recent inquiries, any new accounts you just opened, and then of course the age of all the accounts. So like much similar to purchasing a car, they're going to be looking at those 
those same things in the credit repair being, you know, are you paying your bills on time? What's your current credit score? Is there, are you opening up new accounts? Is there any more you know, debts that we didn't know about? Those are the things that they're going to find on your credit rep. So if you decide to, you know, falsify on a application or say, you know what, they're not going to find my, my debt that I just, you know, picked up. I just bought a new car. They're going to find it. So, um, and also that's also important to note because of the fact that credit reputation is important because if you have you know good savings, good pay, and a good credit, typically that'll secure you a more favorable interest rate and at the same time you may qualify for some other special programs. It's, it varies lender to lender so definitely go ahead and run that by your mortgage loan officer to kind of see what your options are. So far we covered capacity and credit reputation, right? Your income, your debts, your cash reserves, and then your credit. Now the last one is going to be your collateral so what's the collateral? Okay, it's going to be the house value and the down payment. So they're going to be you know, looking at the different types of houses you're looking to purchase and most importantly, the down payment. So depending on how much you put down as a down payment, sometimes that, that can lower your interest rate or that can make it a little bit higher. So practically, they want to see, okay, if you were to somehow unfortunately default on the loan, you know, what type of collateral do they have to help them recoup you know, their loss? So down payment. And collateral in the house value is what we want to be focusing on. Okay, so those are the three things. We have capacity, credit reputation, and collateral. Practically, the whole financial you know, situation of where you're at. What are your debts looking like? What's your income looking like? What's your future payments going to be looking like? And they just want to make sure that you know, you're in a position to where you can definitely go ahead and, and purchase. And so those are the three things that they're, they're going to be looking at. Capacity, credit reputation, and collateral. And then also, I also want to recap on the pre-qualification and pre-approval. Those are by far one of the most key pieces when starting to purchase a home. We want to make sure we know exactly where we stand and that sort of thing. And as soon as we figure that out, then we can easily move forward and we can definitely see, okay, you know what, this is exactly you know, the way we need to go or maybe we're not in a position to buy right now, that's totally okay. And there you go. So we went over the pre-approval. We went over the pre-qualification and the differences between the two and why it's important when identifying your personal situation and in addition to that, where exactly um, your offer may stand in a multiple offer situation. And then lastly, we went over what lenders are typically looking for, being the capacity, being your income debt cash reserves, your credit reputation, practically your credit worthiness, are you paying your bills on time, what current debts you have, etc. And then lastly, your collateral, being how much of a down payment you're going to put in and that sort of thing. Now, it may sound like a lot, but it's okay. When you meet up with your lender, whether it's somebody that I recommend, whether it's something your, your realtor recommends, whether it's your current bank, whatever it may be, they should be able to go ahead and give you all this information and the different options that are available to you. But it's definitely important that you as the consumer understand exactly what are all the different options so you can ask the right questions, right? Because like lenders and realtors in this industry, we definitely have all the answers for you and we can definitely you know, accommodate to a lot of your questions and requests, but we just need to figure out exactly what is it that you're looking for. So by you having this information, you'll be able to go in there head first and know exactly what your expectations are and what to expect, which is definitely important because when you're purchasing a home, you want to know every little aspect. So with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed this quick podcast of what lenders are looking for and the difference between a pre-qualification and a pre-approval and the importance of all of that. And if you guys happen to have any questions at all, anything, um, anything else related, 
go ahead and contact me at homesbydeguzman at gmail.com or you can send me a text or give me a call, leave me a voicemail, whatever it may be, at 714-655-9910. I'm always available. So I say again, 714-655-9910. Or you can send me an email at homesbydeguzman at gmail.com. And if you're not already following me on Facebook, give me a follow at www.facebook.com slash homesbydeguzman. And you can also use that same username on Instagram. And then lastly... If you're not already subscribing to this podcast, feel free to just please go ahead and hit the subscribe so you'll be notified every time I come out with a new podcast episode. I come out weekly with new information, new value ready to bring to you. And then if you did like this podcast, I w- it would mean the world to me if you could honestly just scroll down to the bottom of the episodes, leave me a five-star review. Um, go ahead and you know let me know if you liked it or not. It definitely led a lot of users like yourself that's tuning in today if you appreciated it, what you liked, what you disliked, and that sort of thing. And if you already knew this information, that's good. You're already ahead of the game. And if you didn't, I hope I was able to teach you guys all something new. And you can definitely add this piece of knowledge under your knowledge tool belt. So with that being said, thank you everyone so much for tuning in. Until next time. <laughs>